Welcome to What's New on the Scene. Today I'm chatting with Steve. Uh, can you please introduce yourselves and the origins of your band? Well, um, hello, I'm Luke. I'm the bassist. Um, who else we got here? We got I'm Josh. Jamie. I'm one of the Jamie. guitarists. And I'm the other guitarist and vocalist, Joshua. And I'm Mitchell and I play keys. And I sing as well, a little bit. <laughs> I'm Lewis and I am the drummer for the band. Well, I think um, I, I, I joined this band a bit later in its life, but um, the origin, I reckon, one of the Should other probably members. be explained by someone else. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it basically started as like uh, just like a fun thing that we did outside of uni hours between uh, me, Mitch, and at the time, another student who I didn't end up staying around. Um, and from there, yeah, after years of just jamming and trying to get some original songs, we finally got around to like playing a gig last year in October. It was at um, a fad session, uh, which was really fun. And hasn't been a whole lot of momentum since, but, you know, we are been trying to get into the flow state, but with the whole COVID thing, it was kind of hard. So... Yeah, in a very similar boat to a lot of other bands. We're just trying to start up, I guess, find the momentum. Mm. Um, when did each of you become interested in music and what instruments can you play? Mitch? Yeah, well, I've, I've, I've just been, I've, I've played piano since, since I was seven years old, so been playing for a while, 14 years, but... Um, but yeah, I've just, yeah, always been interested in, in music and yeah, playing, yeah, finding these guys has just been great and jamming with them as well. Um, oh, thank you. Yeah. Playing, sure. playing in a band's just, just great. And yeah, all these guys are super talented and yeah, I'm pretty sure they've been playing for a while as well. Um, oh. Or yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm a bit of a weird one. I kind of, guitar was like a hobby for me back when I was like younger. I probably stopped taking it seriously after the age of like, I don't know, 13 or something. But I don't know, maybe like when I was 16, I kind of started taking music in general more seriously. Actually got like a little bit better at the guitar enough that I'd be able to perform in front of people, not completely embarrass myself, I guess. It's like, I don't know, realistically, I'd say I've been playing for about, you know, maybe five years or so i wouldn't say 10 years because like i don't feel like a musician who's got 10 years of experience under their belt but yeah yeah um yeah well i kind of had that my parents not to bag them out but they kind of like forced me into music but not in a way that i like unliked it i like Cause I used to just play heaps of sports and like, they'd always sign me up to heaps of stuff. And I was like, you know, it's just not really working for me, this sports shit. And then they um, put me into um, piano at like, I think when I was like six. And from then on, I've just been constantly like learning new instruments, like starting with the piano, then onto an alto sax when I think I was maybe 12 and then after that, when I started high school, I got into like guitaring and bass guitar, especially. Um, 
so yeah it's pretty much been like a part of my life from a really early age and yeah I've just yeah it's really enjoyable born into it yeah honestly yeah like I've had a family of musicians especially my dad's side and um yeah no it's just been yeah part of me really they always turn out better the ones that are born into a family of musicians Mm. That's why yeah, you're it, it one becomes, of the more talented guys in the band. It, it, it becomes really um, like, uh, it's like a, I don't know how to say this, but um, like we try and like outdo ourselves and be the best one. Like my brother and I are really competitive with whenever we're like playing together, like we'll always try and outstar the other. And I don't know if it's, it's kind of unhealthy, but healthy in a way that we both strive to like better ourselves just so we can beat each other. But yeah, that's mm. kind of how I've been, you know, playing instruments and stuff. Yeah. How about you, Lewis? Um, I mean, I started drumming when I was about six years old, just picked it up from my brothers who got lessons on the drums and just thought it was kind of cool and um, picked up the sticks and started drumming. But um, drums aren't really my main instrument, actually, like guitar is my main instrument, but like for steer um i love drumming for the band you know it's it's a lot of fun helps me be creative in other aspects of music as well um yeah a bit of piano bit of guitar but singing as well a bit of singing yeah as well, you've got some pipes yeah that's <laughs> yet to, it's yet to be debuted in steer but yeah we need um what, what's the who's the eagle member that sings and plays drums it's not then Fraser, um, Henley, isn't it? Henley? I can't remember. Whoever he is or was, I don't know if he's still alive. Need to make <laughs> you that guy in the band, yeah, singing exactly. drummer. Phil, I just said I could have just said Phil Collins. Phil Collins. It would have been so much easier. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I am. Um, <clears throat> I guess I've been interested in music and guitar ever since I was a small child. There's like photos of me with little toys guitars when I was like three or something. So, um didn't really take it seriously my whole life as I'm mostly self-taught but I'd say I've probably been trying to learn how to play for maybe nine or so years um and in that time I did pick up a tiny bit of drums and a bit of flute in high school um and then yeah did a fair bit of choir in high school as well as well as most of the other boys here um I think we all have some kind of experience with the vocals yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Lewis yeah. and I were in a choir and a vocal ensemble at high school. Which was a lot of fun, wasn't it? That was awesome, yeah. I actually watched some videos of that the other day. It's pretty Oh, no pretty, way. A bit cringy to look back on, but it was... I, I would <laughs> never I would never revisit them. No. But um uh, yeah. Keep them in my uh, memories. They deleted. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next question. Have each of you always wanted to be in a band? absolutely i I have yeah it's something about being in a band and that morale and kind of team spirit that you have that's Mm. really different to any other like sport or anything um i don't know it's kind of just like a friendship but more you know it's more like no yeah you know what i mean (laughs) like when you're on stage and you have those little like moments where like you know it's only you got like you're only like together up there and you know you're one you've got people to just bounce off yeah that's right so that's yeah. what makes it different from like being up on stage all alone and you know mm. you kind of 
have to carry the whole thing yourself. Whereas like just yeah. being in an ensemble, especially like a five piece takes all the weight off like everyone individually. And you just kind of focus on gelling together as a group. Yeah. yeah. You get to, yeah. get to experiment, you know, together and like, you know, find out, I don't know, just work together in like really unique and cool ways. And it's just really fun to be in, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is your creative process like and do you have any advice for new artists to improve their songwriting? I mean, we're probably not the best people to take <laughs> um, that kind of advice from, but I, I'd say uh, just getting it out on some kind of paper or recorded in some way so that you can listen back to it um you know like even if it's something really really simple you can keep building upon it so for us um because a lot of us have some knowledge of music theory we can all read and and write music so um we use MuseScore and write everything yeah. down on that um or we we jot it down into a door and record it some of us have interfaces so we can just go straight into it and yeah like it doesn't matter if it's the simplest idea you can build upon anything so um mm. even if it's two chords you can lay a counter melodies harmonies or whatever and make it into something really big um and i feel like that's what we've done yeah recording's huge like creating a context so that like everyone's kind of on the same level because we can all like hear two different chords like a million different ways in our own mind whereas like the person who's like coming up with the idea could be hearing like something very particular and like it might be special it might just be something that ends up in the bin but either way it's just so much more worthwhile like trying to present the idea how it would sound to an audience i suppose so mm -hmm. yeah um what is it has been each of your favorite songs that you've released Mm. Well, we've well, only released one. <laughs> we, had a, we had a bit of an issue with our second one. Um, that one was in the works for a while. And just recently, we've all agreed that it's not been our best work. And that a lot of things have changed in that song. Um, Hive Mind is the name of it. And um, we were just, uh, we, I don't know if we were unhappy, but we weren't. We, we just had reasons. We just yeah, we, we need just, to hit the reset yeah. button. Yeah. Start from scratch. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess we could talk about favorite songs in the set list instead. I mean, because oh, yeah. they'll mm. all hopefully end up being released. I think <clears throat> I'll just go first. I mean, so um, I think for me, my favorite one at the moment is probably one we've got called Seven Cycles. It's a fairly new one. Um, but I don't know. To me, it's you can tell when you listen to that and like one of the earlier songs that we've made, which is like the only one that's currently out on streaming services called final days. I can at least hear like a very nice sense of progression that we've kind of moved beyond like that sort of sound and all the tendencies yeah. habits still kind of evolving yeah. to something that feels a lot more intricate, I guess. And yeah. um, I only hope it just kind of keeps, you know, progressing from there. I guess that's why I like it because I, it's kind of confirmation to me that, you know, we are kind of moving to a unique sound, hopefully. And it's just fun to play. It oh, is. Really yeah. fun I was going to say that as well. Favorite, yeah. It's my favourite beat to play as well. So it's a lot of different sections to it, which, um, uh, you know, fun to move between. Definitely my favourite song as well. 
it's challenging as well. Yeah. Keeps you on your toes a lot. Is, is that the song where like all three of us, like Mitch, you and I, we all sing like a different part in that song? Like, yeah. oh, is that? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yep. You can tell he's the newbie in the band. <laughs> yeah, Still doesn't I'm know the set list. Song, yeah. <laughs> I think you might be, is it the song we play first or later on in the set? No, it's later on, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what we're, we're yeah. talking about, that one. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, I, that's the, I knew it was that one, yeah. And I really, that yeah, that's a good one oh. because it, it really, um, it starts to broaden out the skills that we all have in the band in terms of um, just our musicianship, I think, if that's a word. Um, of course it's a word. Yeah. Like, like I start to bring a bit more of my vocals into some, like, to the song. Um, and, yeah. Yeah, it's a really, it's a really good one. Uh, yeah, oh, you're, yeah, I'd say one of my favorites. Well, probably one of the early ones, Prophecies. I love uh, the yeah. odd time signature stuff Classic. in that. It's fun to play and just, just um, going ham on the synthesizers. Yeah. Yeah, that one's yeah. pretty much made for you. <laughs> yeah. For it's me, a, yeah. it's, it's either Hive Mind or Prophecies. Hive Mind being, probably the first song that when I joined the band that I kind of had a bit of a collaborative kind of um, moment with Josh to actually kind of write it and Mitch. Um, so that's Which kind of I like the, the first song that, yeah, I mean, I kind of, that was the first song that I kind of helped co-write in a way. And it has a lot of fun sections and a lot of pain for me, considering it's one of the hardest <laughs> for me. <laughs> Um, but Prophecies is always great considering it chops and changes between time signatures and it's just a, a good, yes. good time. All eight minutes of it. Yeah, it's a good fun times. <laughs> <laughs> um, can each of you explain what it was like to perform at the 2021 UOM Comp in May and do you have a favourite artist that you love watching perform? Mm. Yeah, uh, it was great. I I love the atmosphere of it and just being surrounded by just a lot of talented local bands. You know, you get that nice sense of like belonging, I guess. Like, you you know, you're kind of welcomed to this community where everyone's appreciative of what everyone's doing, even though there's a lot of nuances between the different bands. Like even in just the like heat that we're in, there are at least like four or five different kind of styles I can think of, um, which was awesome. If I had to say a favorite band um, that I enjoyed watching, it would easily be a tie between Slapjack and The Appointments. I hadn't heard of The Appointments until that night, but they were just awesome. It was like I was attending a professional quality show for like absolutely free <laughs> instead of paying like a hundred bucks or more for a ticket. Like they were just, Amazing, and um, did they came, did they come second. Yeah, another yeah. run. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they both deserved yeah. it. Like Slapjack, you know. I, I think I remember like just thinking to myself when I saw them in like the same heat as us. It was like, okay, it was worth a shot with the whole competition <laughs> thing. <laughs> you know, uh, it's all fun. Like, obviously, not everyone's there to like you know, victor be victorious over like all these other bands. It's just a great like social opportunity to like meet a bunch of people who are just as passionate as you are yeah i'm kicking Ooh. myself about yeah. that oh yeah you go oh god i got uh, i got food poisoning like a day before that from taco bell 
and I, I was oh. just, I, I know, I, I, and I was, I was just uh, so upset that I missed out. And luckily they had Sam, the ex-bassist come in to um, really, you know, save them. But yeah, I, I was next really, ups- yeah, I was You'll really upset I missed that. I, of course, I, I'm just not, I'm just going to boycott Taco Bell and any other fast food <laughs> services before like yeah. a gig. Um, Have a curfew. Five yeah. days prior. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How about you, Lewis? Um, I mean, I was pretty excited to be a part of that band comp, you know. Um, it was just a great initiative. Like we had a a gig with the uni before, and then when we heard of this band comp, we we're excited because like they're really professional about it and just as a great night. Um getting to meet other musicians from around here and across the state, really. There's a few. Um, but, yeah, just the variety of music that is coming out of this place is just insane. Um, and, yeah, just, you know, making new friends and stuff. Like, I'm, I'm keen to um, participate in the one next year. Hopefully, Luke can make that one. Um, yeah, we'll so. see. Um, yeah, my Mitch? favorite bands oh. for that one too was Slapjack and the appointments. Like that was they just nailed it. it was so good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a great atmosphere. I'd say my favorite band would be Slapjack as well. Just I love the love the horn parts. They remind me so much of so good. So much of a band called um, Chicago from the seventies. Very much that sort of horn s type it's music. Very scar kind of influence i feel yeah yeah i think we can all agree um, that like they deserved the win yeah like, it's great <laughs> all around showmanship and just tight performances professionalism yeah yeah, yeah. I, I think it was just awesome for us to as sad as luke not being there it was awesome for us to have a bit of reunion with kind of the old lineup as well um i had a bit of a blast with that <laughs> yeah. and teaching um sam all the songs in it was less than one night um we had less than a day to do it um and then yeah just like seeing all the other bands I, it's always fun seeing our buddies um at snowfish have a bit of a go i believe osprey were there it was great to oh, see oh yes um I am a huge fan of Well. Uh, I think they have just an amazing stage presence and just amazing musicianship. They're in a just league they of play. their own. Yeah. There's just simply no one else like Well, I've realized. But like, yeah, nowhere like, in the I, world. <laughs> but yeah, like just seeing everyone else up there, it, it, it feels like you're part of this really cool community. Very nice. Uh, next question. Name each of your musical influences who inspired you to become a musician. Who wants to go first? Uh, I guess I can go first. It's, it's, it's uh, the most simple. Um, well, like my main influences in starting music was actually like Jack Johnson, Ben Harper, that sort of thing. Um, you know, they were the first musicians that really spoke to me, um, you know, like a lot of music sounds good, but um, you get those certain artists every now and then that really 
resonate with you in a different way. Um, and yeah, I just love their sound and they inspired me to start guitar and a bit of songwriting and um, then like other bands like, um, like Porcupine Tree and Pineapple Thief, Pink Floyd, like all these bands just, um, you know, just can't get enough of their sound and the textures they use and beats, just very interesting sounds. Um, and they, yeah, those are all my main influences for different parts of my music musicianship. Oh, yeah. Joshua? Uh, one word, Radiohead. Oh, uh, just to annoy one member in the band in particular, <laughs> I'm just going to say Radiohead is everything to me, man. Thanks. They're the reason I make music and they're the reason I hope this band never dies so I can keep striving to be like my Lord and Saviour, Tom York. <laughs> How about you, Luke? Um, I, I reckon that my first influence into getting into bass guitar especially would be Joe Dart from Wolfpack. He has some absolutely amazing techniques on that on the bass guitar and he really just opens up a massive library of like ways to play that instrument with the way he can slap and he's a beast. He's just such a bit like I I don't think I know a bass guitarist fingers that can go as fast as his. But I don't know. Like, Maybe especially Pistorius. Yeah, him too. He he would be a close second, along with Victor Wooten. Um, Victor, especially with his slapping technique and the way he can double slap and just run run his hand up the bloody fretboard, like it's just nothing for him. I think those those three guys, Victor, Jacko, and Joe Dart, are like my top three like idols. I'd love to just like just master their techniques, study study how they play. It's just yeah challenging at times especially like i played a lot of their songs during my hsc and i've had i don't know how many breakdowns i've had trying to keep up with those players but i they're just yeah they're godlike and yeah i just aspire to be like them yeah that's the eternal struggle trying to keep up with people like that yeah you know it's like nigh impossible yeah how about you mitch I don't know where to start. Obviously, like Pink Floyd, Porcupine Tree are two big influences on me. A lot of um, like 70s ambient music, let's say bands like Tangerine Tree, uh, not ta- Tangerine Dream, and um, <laughs> um, a lot of Krautrock bands like Can. Just a lot of the textures um, and synths they use and organ tones, I'd say, has been a big influence on me. A lot of 70s bands like Genesis, um, Tony Banks, who's just great at piano and keyboards and, and yeah, and oh, so many influences and even classical music. I love listening to classical music, all sorts of classical music like Impressionism, like Eric Satie, big influence on me. So, yeah. Yeah, for that cinematic vibe, I feel. Yeah, I like kind of striving to just create that kind of sound. That theatrical everything. Yeah. Yeah, all the strings and stuff. Yeah. Jamie? Um, Yeah, as a kid, I guess I was, yeah, I I was really into P 
people like Green Day, um, and moved on to things such as Guns N' Roses and Metallica. I was always someone that really liked uh, hard and fast music in a way. Yeah. If my internet's going to work. Is my internet good? <laughs> no, you're first. Yeah. yeah. I think you're back with us. Okay. So, yeah, Guns N' Roses, Metallica, and then nowadays it's moved on to, like, Carnival. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the same with that. A lot of the Aussie stuff has been really good for me recently. All the, like, alternative rock and metal. It's like Dead Little Circus as well. It's, like, another name I could probably drop. Yeah, just recent, like, influences mine that I've tried to, like, take inspiration from and just copy-paste into the band sound, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what has been your favourite venue to play at so far? And is there anywhere that is your dream venue for a show? Um, I, I'm, as a band, I, we've played at the Cambridge. Um, like three times now. <laughs> three times. And I think by far that kind of trumps. Well, not, it, not trumps it per se, but it's a very very well-renowned venue for any band to play at like you've had mass that there's been massive acts that been that has played there and it's kind of surreal to know that I, like i've shared the stage or you know been on the same stage as other you know big artists and stuff it's a pretty crazy feeling and um uh, the vibe and the you know the feeling you get there it's it's you know it's really what a gig you know should feel like you like with you know, the lighting and just the crowd presence. It's really a really fun and, you know, awesome mm. venue to play at. It feels legit. Yeah, it does. Um, a dream venue, I reckon for us would be, I reckon any festival that would be pretty sweet. Like maybe up the coast, up in maybe Queensland or down in Sydney when that, you know, freeze out of lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, if I could name one, I, for me personally, I would like, would love to play at the Enmore supporting or being supported at, at yeah. um, the Enmore Theatre. That's always a great place. It's massive and cool stage. Or even any of the um, stadiums out there, like the Bank Arena or like they're oh. always, but that's pretty <laughs> shooting, shooting pretty high that, now. I'm, I'm being high. ambitious with that, but you know, pretty one can dream. Hey, it is a dream yeah. venue. It's a dream was, venue. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. <laughs> that would be pretty sweet. I remember when I saw Muse there. I know some of us don't like that, but um, there was a massive catwalk that ran right out in the crowd, and watching Matt Bellamy just run out there playing, you know, plug in baby perfectly. It was pretty crazy, and yeah. Mm. That would yeah, it'd be a sweet, sweet venue to play at. Yeah. Uh, next question. Um, are there any artists that you would be interested in collaborating with and have you collaborated with anyone? Ooh, uh, not really, no. Um, I haven't really thought about collaborating at all. Mm. Yeah. Is anyone it's else? A, it's a hard it's hard when we are like already a massive like five piece it's hard to squeeze another like sound in with us when we're already pretty um full in sound as it is but i don't know 
to collaborate. Uh, Maybe get like a vocalist to come in. Yeah. For like that, a recording. A, that would be pretty cool. Someone mm. who plays a saxophone can like whip out a sick solo or something. <laughs> Anything like that. Luke plays alto sax, he said. So. Who's that? Luke Me, yeah. Alto sax, yeah. I mean, I, I don't oh. know how well a 14 year old little reed would go still i'd have to probably buy a new mouthpiece that's true but i've I've got it tucked away somewhere i could i could whip it out (laughs) we'll see one day it might happen one day yeah looks like jamie's disconnected (laughs) we've lost our lost our jamie oh no here we go maybe yeah, but I mean, we'd love to keep, um, you know, supporting other bands and um, gigging around Newcastle and eventually um, further out state. Um, that was the plan, but, you know, COVID sort of slapped us in the face there. But um, hopefully that eases up you know, later this year or then we'll be looking into next year. But yeah, we're glad to get our shit together, might. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not to get political, but not to get political. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Let's yeah. all be real. Nah, yeah. That yeah. It's it's still, I think, a bit further in the future collaborating, maybe, but um yeah, it's good to always think about those opportunities we could possibly have and how we would um combat them if or well, not combat them, but like work with different people expressing their, you know, um their way of being a musician and you know putting it into our kind of sound would be pretty cool yes all experimenting and stuff that's all it really is just absolutely seeing what sounds good yeah just you know make stuff up if it sounds good sweet if it doesn't then back to the drawing board you know well yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh well um uh what are some of the band's goals for the next year just to record as much as possible i'd say mm. um and hopefully gig- yeah gigging gigging yep. should hopefully be back to normal but i'm kind of just prepared for this to go on for like longer than it i really wanted to and i think it's definitely better to like try and balance the two like between like your performing and you're gigging uh, sorry you're performing and you're recording you know mm. not to like neglect one or the other that i feel like you know we've done a few gigs now we've gotten a good idea of you know what needs to be like improved what we do well but one thing i feel like we haven't done enough at all is just recording songs and like we've definitely having something neglected. to share mm-hmm. yeah so I'd, I'd like to hope that the rest of this year and especially next year is like just a lot of time put into recording writing all that stuff just production Hmm. yeah um are there any new releases coming out soon and any gigs that you've been out so far well yeah um as the guys said we um we are in the process of working on our latest single hive mind um which hopefully we can get released in about two months or so a couple of months um and maybe yeah i mean month. yeah maybe i mean we'll we haven't got any 
yeah. <laughs> we really, any... We're all kind of perfectionists. Yeah. And as soon as we see a little yeah. slip up in our like recording, we're like, all right, start again. We gotta yeah. we gotta do that part yeah. again. We're all perfectionists. It's yeah. We will take a while, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's inevitable. Yeah. But I mean, we yeah. haven't got any any gigs so far, but if you if if you go all want you can follow us on facebook and instagram um facebook steer band and instagram steer underscore official and yeah hopefully we can get some um get some gigs under our belt and yeah go out and perform hopefully soon yeah Um, do you have a message for any new fans listening to your music and fans that may come to an upcoming gig? Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. the world. Thank you for listening to us. Yeah, um, and yeah, I think really just like Mish said, just keep a close eye on our social media pages like Instagram steer underscore official, Facebook steer band. That's where we post most of our our events that's happening and things that we're up to um, most of the time most of the time yeah when we when we remember to when we remember yeah. that those exist um but, <laughs> just you yeah. just got to be patient with us at the end of the day if you if you're as committed as we are you just kind of need to accept that we are very lazy at times and just take forever to get our shit sorted but um <laughs> It, we always get there in the end, eventually. It took us that long to, like, gig to begin with, so... It took us yeah. this long to respond to the messages for this podcast. We apologise <laughs> for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, it's been great chatting with you today, Steer, and hopefully when the music's out, it'll be great. Um, check out the other episodes that have been uploaded on Spotify and other podcast platforms. We've been what's new on the scene. See you next time. Thanks Thank for having you. us. Thanks, Thanks for having you. us. Cheers.